Welcome to the Mind of the Fans podcast. Your go-to show for all things Premier League football. Join host David and Spy every week as they dissect the best and worst moments from each match. Delivering insightful analysis and engaging discussions from intense rivalries to top-notch performances. They've got you covered, but it doesn't stop there. Stay tuned for updates on major European games and breaking news. Get ready for an unforgettable football experience on the Mind of the Fans podcast. Let the games begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Mind of the Fans podcast. I'm David, I'm all the way from England, Spy. Yo. Yo. Yeah, so Spy, how you doing? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm okay, bro. It's been a long few, long few days, so but we're good. Any any good news for us? You know, any new something new for us? Uh, so far, no, not really. No good news. That's kind. No good news. Just the, the usuals, you know. Just vibes. Just vibes. Yeah. Watching messy be messy. Yeah, there's nothing new about that to be honest. So. Yeah, that's I say nothing new, nothing good, just just vibe. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is episode four. Wow, we're four episodes in. That's pretty good. Isn't it? Come a long way. Yeah. Four episodes in. And as usual, we appreciate your support out there. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for, you know, sharing with all your friends. Thank you for subscribing. Really appreciate the support. That's like our driving factor right now. So thank you again. We really appreciate you guys. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we move. So, what do we have on today? We just have... We really don't have much. I mean, other than Matrix 2 talk. Very little breaking news so far here and there. And then, obviously, the FIFA Women's World Cup. That's pretty much all we have this week. So, let's dive right in. First off, we'll kick off with the breaking news. Obviously, Chelsea and Liverpool have settled themselves, you know, with all their transfer drama. Caicedo going for like the British world record. Lavia also going to Chelsea. So, and then Liverpool ended up signing Endo. Ended up signing a player, finally. Yeah, a defensive midfielder, which I still don't think will help them do anything, but they ended up getting their midfielder. So, that drama is over. Well, we expecting anything less than that. Honestly, I don't. I feel Liverpool are always getting robbed. Always getting robbed, yeah. They're always getting robbed. If not, they would have been kind of great. They always get robbed from their players. And I think that's what Chelsea goes to the transfer market to do. They don't have a real intention when they go into the transfer market. Just look for other teams' players and take them. Just to rob, rob other teams. You know, like how they robbed Arsenal, almost. <laughs> I don't... I, uh, yeah. No, looking, I, looking at it right now, I'm, not, I'm actually grateful that, you know, they, they signed Modric. You know, I can't, I can't imagine Modric being in that. I mean, probably, maybe Mikel Arteta would have probably done something good with him. Honestly, if Modric went to Arsenal, he would have performed a lot better under Arteta. Because exactly. Arteta doesn't have to bring that good part of the player out. Exactly. Like, so, what, the way he changed Bukayo Saka. Saka was brilliant, yeah. But when it comes to playing as that supporting, like, that player your team can def- like depend on, Saka was really leaving that season. And he could not do that under any manager. Yeah, so it's pretty much pretty much what I mean. As I say, I'm I'm grateful Modric is in Chelsea. We got Trossard. Trossard had the experience and stuff, but yeah, 
let's not diverge too much. Yeah, Chelsea and Liverpool sorting themselves out. Neymar, moving on, Neymar and his move to Al-Hilal. That's pretty much confirmed and done. Not exactly sure what the reason is behind that, so... Well, we all know what the reason is behind that. Was it? Money? Money. Money, well. That is one thing that's when you destroy Neymar's career, money. Because I personally know that if he waited for a little bit, a European team would have come for him. Yeah. But he was too eager. Once the opportunity came, he just left straight away. But you know, he was he was meant to go to Barca, but then he was like, he's not going to play under Xavi. Like, is, is, was, is, is, there, meant to, is there a relationship breakdown there or something? I just feel like Xavi never really liked fans with Neymar. And then what made this worse was Neymar leaving Messi, like Messi shadow for the money. Xavi doesn't like that at all. And I think that all Barca legends don't appreciate it as well, that he left for the money. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. And then... We thought maybe over the years he has ended up money as players that would change him. Actually, he tried to win something as you're about to do. Instead, he went to Saudi for money again. So, honestly, I think that Neymar is a prince that is not going to become a king. Yeah. I mean, he's, probably, he's injured now, so he won't play anytime soon, probably to late September or so. But he's injured. Yeah, he's injured. Saudi, Saudi are about to get a refund. <laughs> He's he's coming back um September late September so I wish him I you know I wish him nothing but the best Neymar is as much as I don't really know him that well as a player I do I do like when I watch him play like he does some really good stuff so I do wish him the best we all do yeah next up uh Mbappe and his return you know him um Mbappe and PSG finally settled themselves and they. He, I think he's signing a new, a a one year extension kind of thing, but then he on his return he scored, but PSG ended up drawing the game. But how how do, how do you feel about that? I feel that PSG cannot do without Kylian Mbappe. That's all I feel, and that's all I know. Yeah, they need him. He doesn't necessarily need them, but they need him. And PSG they need to work on their defense and their midfield because if you watch all the games that they've been playing with this preseason, they've been getting run through. Like they're playing a Sunday League football team or something. It's way too easy for opponents to score PSG. I'm pretty sure this is the first time they started their first two league games with back-to-back draws because I think they drew the first one 0-0 and then they drew this one that Mbappe played in 1-1. You know, now Mbappe is now the center of attention. So... That would be fine. He always was. He always has been. He's used to it. I mean, when Messi was there, obviously, he wasn't like, you know, he didn't have the whole attention on him. He had, there was Messi. And yeah. also, even with Neymar, so Neymar, he wasn't... Yeah, he, I don't think... He didn't have full attention of, like, the PSG fans, so... I think he actually always did. The person that never actually had the attention of the PSG fans was Neymar. But since that Mbappe's performance at the World Cup, that's when his attention came. And he hasn't left since then. Plus, it's just his performance with this recent World Cup against Messi. His, the attention is still there for Kylian. Just that, I would say, when Messi came, it was a bit lowered, but the attention was still there. Like, against Real Madrid, they were saying Messi and Mbappe up front. You know what we was really talking about Neymar? Because, you know, Neymar is Neymar, but 
Yeah, we we love to see him play football, but at the end of the day, we love a progressive football. Name has changed over the years. Well, doing and then just to round up all the breaking news, obviously, Messi winning his first trophy with Inter Miami. You know, Messi. 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 If you sing it with me. Messi. Pause first, pause, pause. Inter Miami beating Nashville on penalties, though. Messi scored the only goal for Inter Miami and then Nashville equalized and then they had to go into penalties. Set to be yeah. the two leagues, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's good for Messi, you know. Now MLS is getting revenues. Inter Miami look like they are going on a upward motion, so it's good for them. So that's pretty much all I would say about that. There's nothing, there's nothing else to say because at this point, it's not surprising anymore. Oh, and then obviously, he's now the... Our most active player with the most trophies. So I don't think he's most active. I mean, I think he's the most. He's the player currently with the most trophies to his name. Yeah. Yeah. He just had his 44, if I'm not mistaken. Passing Johnny Alves. Sorry, passing Danny Alves. Danny Alves, 43. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that will wrap, wrap it up there from breaking news. Let's move on to like the main business. You know, Matrix 2, Matrix 2, Matrix 2, Matrix 2. You know what? It wasn't the best of... It wasn't the most interesting of Matrix, to be honest, though. Very, very boring. Kind of kind of disappointed at some point. But I don't feel like speaking about it. I think the fans can really reflect on it without us speaking about it. I don't think... I mean, we can speak about nine games, but we can just leave one out. Do you get what I mean? Well, let me, let me give you your... Let me, let me give you your predictions, though. Let me give you your predictions for Matrix 2. So you had... Forest Sheffield 2-1, Fulham Brentford 1-0, Liverpool Hold Bournemouth up. Hold 3-1. Up. Hold up. For, um, Forest Sheffield, who did I have to win? Forest 2-1. And that was spot Wait, wait, on. pause, 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 by. We'll get there. Oh my God. We'll get there. Obviously, you, you, you get your credit. Just hold on a bit. Get your credit. So what was I? Yes. Wolves, Brighton. You had Brighton winning 2-0. Spurs United, you had United walk over 3 0. Carry on, please. City Newcastle, you had City beating Newcastle 4 1. Villa Everton, you had Villa winning 2 0. Wolves, sorry, West Ham Chelsea, you had West Ham winning 1 0. Sorry, you had Chelsea winning 1 0. And Palace Arsenal, you had them drawing. So, with that in mind, let's let's actually bring up the correct score lines for the games, you know, the actual score lines. First off, let's start from top. You had you got the Forest Sheffield 2-1. That game ended 2-1. Let's go! Liverpool Bournemouth ended 3-1, so you got that. You did get that, so good kudos to you. Kudos to me. Wolves Brighton. Brighton beat Wolves 4-1. Brentford beat Fulham 3-0. So you you did not you botched that completely. Spurs beat United 2-0. Next, please. City beat Newcastle 1-0. Aston Villa I mean, beat Everton 4-0. I mean, in my defense, most of them I got the victories, but I did not just get the exact scoreline. Well, so yeah, two of two of nine. Two of nine isn't bad. I mean it's not in terms of scoreline or in terms of victory? In terms of scoreline. Okay, scoreline, yeah, scoreline, yeah. And then West Ham Chelsea, West Ham won 3-1, and then Palace Arsenal. Arsenal beat Palace 1-0. 
luckily. You can say luckily, you can say what you want. But it's still it's a win is a win. So in terms of in terms of score prediction, you had two out of nine. Two out of ten, you mean? No, t- nine, because there were only nine matches. Luton Town Burnley was postponed due to yeah, true, Town. True, true. yeah. Their home stadium isn't ready, so they had that postponed. But any any takeaways so so far, you know? Um takeaways. Manchester United players need to play for the badge. Yeah, that they game's terrible. need to play for the badge. I don't see any... I've only seen like four standard players that are actually playing for the badge. I can see Ferran, I can see Onana, I can see Martinez, I can see Casemiro. Other than that, I don't see anyone else playing for the badge. And Guinatra as well. Other than that, no one else is playing for the badge. They're just playing because I feel like at this point they're getting paid to play. That's what they're playing. Yeah. And um, Liverpool... Yeah. The game was way too open. If they play City with that type of formation or whatever I saw that day, that would have been a whole different story for Liverpool. That's what I've been but, saying. They conceded too many goals. Like but, the rate yeah. at which the rate the rate at which other teams can score goals against Liverpool, I don't think they can be able it's to not, survive. It's not even about the conceding goals. It's about their shape during the game. It's not, it's not making... I don't understand that team again. This is not the league club tactics, we know. Club tactics is a very organized, forward-pressing team. But this team is just individually pressing. It is shocking, but hopefully that new um central defensive midfielder will have something to change in that. And uh, yeah. Yeah, yes. and um, Brighton, one word, Mitoma. Mitoma. Class. He's world-class. That's I've been saying it, like, since last Class. season, like, that that Brighton's, that Brighton's left-hand side with Mitoma, Estupinian, and Joao Pedro, those guys are, will cause chaos in this league. Anything if Mitoma that them or... if was an English player, his value right now would be nothing less than 120 million. Exactly. You know, current, his current value right now is 32 million euros, which is which should be about less than... It should just be about 29 million pounds or so, something like that. If he was English, if he was English, he though, yeah. right now, hundred and twenty million because that boy is class. That is Soloron, though, bro. That's Soloron, absolutely world class. Aston Villa, I don't know how they do it, what they do, but they just keep scoring. I mean, they were they were playing in, in not so. I don't know. The Everton team, though. I mean, at the yeah, point, yeah. at the point, it was competitive. You know, Everton tried their best. You know, but they just, yeah. uh, they just couldn't go over those hurdles. You know. And then City. All I can say about that game is what a finish from Alvarez. Yeah. A finish from that angle to get it in top bins like that, calling away from the keeper. What a finish. Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea, they I saw one um, meme, David, of it, like, how would I put it for you to understand? It was like a potato with dreads. That was yeah. how they, and they put it as Chelsea's team right now. I don't know if I should say that that's a bit of racism, but that was funny. But that's the truth, though. Half of the squad, they all. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've seen. Half of the, the squad. They all do have like you know 
dreads and yes, dreads and braids and yeah. So but they need sense. to they need to work on their team. Child, put credit to Raheem Sterling because during the preseason he had the press conference and he said that last season he felt a bit heavy, so he changed his diet. And yeah. we can see that diet change, David. We can see Sterling was looking like prime hazard. Yeah, on his, on Sunday, sorry, he was looking like prime. And it has a sterling. Oh my god. Wow. And Arsenal? Oh well. The goal is a goal. Penalty is a penalty. Remove. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to say about that game. I saw I saw a meme also, just going back to Chelsea. I saw a meme where was um this Peter Jury said something about that if if Chelsea was sponsored by Microsoft, they'll still not excel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my days! I was like, no, no. People can't be doing things like that to this Chelsea team. Girl, I've had a lot of things in this footballing, in this footballing world, girl. Chelsea, they are the start and finish of memes. Right now, Chelsea owners, what they do, or the CEOs, what they do is just to go on TikTok and have you seen the wars between um, Chelsea on TikTok and other teams? No, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't. I'm not on TikTok. You need to. You need to watch that. You need to watch that. There was a team that put at least in the Europa League and the Arctic. And you've never heard about that team. It was FC something. I've never heard about that team. And they uh, they called out Chelsea, saying at least we're in Europa. The, wow. I've, I've seen that. I tell you, I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know. But I'll probably look it up. Where, what what else? Yeah, before we before we leave this topic, just let me reiterate on some things. Um, I think Chelsea Chelsea won the game for a bit until they lost Chukwemeka. I think he's the key piece to like Chelsea playing proper football. Like once they lost him, it just became nuts from there. You know, they lost him to his knee injury. Once they lost him, the game just kind of changed a bit. I think he's the focus of like everything Chelsea is doing. Like he's their main man now. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like they should find a different main man than him. But we'll see how Pochettino goes on with his season because these are just the first two games, you know. Yeah, so let's see how Pochettino goes on. But for for a fact, from that game week, the team that started off where they le- where they left off last season is Brighton. We have to give them that. Bright, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't see any team slowing Brighton down right now. Like I don't know. I'm looking at their fixtures and who they are playing. I don't see any team slowing Brighton down. No team. I don't. I mean, maybe maybe they play City, you know, City, Arsenal, you know, one of those teams. Maybe yeah, but I don't see any team like they play because they play West Ham next. West Ham after West Ham. After West Ham, they play Newcastle. Okay, maybe Newcastle. Newcastle will be a that would be really tough for them. Then United. When they play Bournemouth, Villa. They play Villa. I live. Oh, nah. I don't, I don't see anyone stopping them, so... I don't think... I think they're going... Until they see, like, probably... Once something. Once you... Oh, once you start, yeah. Yeah. But now, Brighton, they are getting the points. They're getting the, the goal differences. They yes, are... They're scoring open. goals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, big ups to Chelsea, though. For the past few game weeks, they have recorded the most passes in the Premier League. No one, no one cares about that's that. That's one thing that Chelsea is outstanding. No one cares about that. <laughs> 
Spurs. Let's let's talk about Spurs for a bit. You know, Ange Ball. They looked they looked good for a bit. You know, that second half they looked good. They played proper football for the first time. I can say that they played proper football. Did you did you expect that? Did you expect, is was it? Let me ask. Let me ask the better question. Was it United were just really bad that day, or Spurs were just too good? Actually, you know, first half United were absolutely class. We were putting the pressure, creating the chances, but no goals. So 50 chances, let's say there are 50 chances created and no goals, basically useless. But we had that, we had them on strings in the first half. They were not playing out. They were at least we had like all the position, all the attacking momentum and everything. And second half is like they brought out our under 16 squad to play with them. And I don't I don't understand Manchester United. You have to, you have, you're a devil from start to finish. You don't stop halfway through. You're playing for that batch. You're not playing first half for the batch, second half for wages. No. And I think they need to be a leader in that dressing room because there needs to be somebody in that dressing room that can tell Bruno to shut up when he's acting up. And Ten Hag is not going to do it because he's the manager. Yeah. That can calm that, that not even calm him down because I know customer does that. That can put him in his place. Casemiro would if Casemiro could, you know, what 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 that is communicating perfectly, which I think they could, because I think Bruno speaks Spanish, but there needs to be that player that puts him in his place. Exactly, and you know, I don't, I don't know what Ten Hag is doing with like the lineup. Like, why is Rashford playing through the middle? Rashford looks like a lost child. Rashford said this himself. The press conference, not press conference, but like the um interviews forward slash live like on the podcast or whatever between him and Gary Neville yeah I've, 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 well, I've seen yeah Neville him. spoke to him about being a nine and he said see it's not about being a nine it's very difficult because you might not touch the ball for like 25 minutes and then the moment you touch it you have your first touch has to be perfect you're either true on goal or you're either about to set someone true or you're either about to take a shot so as a number nine, you have to be very patient. And Rashford said to himself, I'm not patient. So out there, I look lost. He admitted that. And that's what we're saying. Exactly. And uh, why is, I don't know, play, play, you know, I, I think, I, I just don't know, you know, I just don't know. Maybe he'll probably change the next game. We'll see. But that Rashford through the middle hasn't worked the past two games. Like, it hasn't worked last he's season. lost. Then Hag knows it's not working. But what can he do? His striker is currently not fit, so we have to be patient. But then you know, then don't play to then don't play one striker. You know, you could you could play you could play Martial, or no, you could play maybe. Um, Martial just came back. No Martial, no 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 Martial. This guy, Sancho. Uh, you could play two attackers. Then Rashford can then have the right to drift towards the left wing where he's you know he can cut in with you, his right you, did, you do understand that Manchester United is is a is a tradition to play four two three one. You it do understand to change, bro. It needs to change. Like that's what it, it needs that's to change. Because yeah, you have to I mean as much as you want the player to adapt, you then have to make sure you last can also week adapt was more of, last week was more of a four one four one leaving Casemiro out there in the middle. And then four players up front, Bruno, Mount, Anthony Garnacho, and then Rashford up top, which is shocking because I agree that Casemiro is one of the best CDMs in the world. He's tied to say it and so on and so forth. But you cannot leave one player to hold the whole team. It doesn't work like that anyway. And they need to fix that up. 
I preferred last season how Ericsson sits and Casemiro sits and then Bruno advances. That's why I told you we don't need Mason Mount. He's injured. So. Good. Good. And we'll, we'll, you see the difference between last week and this week. With Mason Mount not playing from start to finish. You see the difference. I'm telling you, we don't need him. He doesn't fit in the tactics from, from a fan's perspective. He doesn't fit in the tactics. Let me see. I don't know what Ten Hag sees, but hopefully he sees something that I'll have to know. Well... So, Spurs, where, where do you think they are finishing, though, you know, with this victory? Do you think it's like an upward, upward... Um, they are still not making top six. So, you think they'll still have times where they'll stumble badly, you know, against, like, the likes of Brighton, all those teams? 100%. I even feel against Bournemouth will be a test for them. This On Sunday, on Saturday, against Bournemouth, we'll see how they do against Bournemouth. We'll see how they do. Well, yeah, let's let's move on to... Players of the game. Players of the game. Forest Sheffield. Who's your player of the game? Forest Sheffield. Forest Sheffield. Um, I think it was Chris Wood coming up the bench to score the winning goal. I think that was what basically what they needed. And without him coming up the bench, I don't think anybody would have scored it. Big ups to Awini though. He scored two in two now. So congratulations to him. I was, I was but, going for Serge Aurier, but... We could, we could go crazy. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, he had, he had the two assists. He crossed the ball. Yeah, first, he so. did. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fulham Bradford. Umberno. Right place, right time. Since last season, he's been doing all these interceptions through the defense and scoring, and he's still doing it. I don't know how he always guesses or presses at the right exact time, but he keeps doing it. Yeah. Liverpool Bournemouth. Nobody. Uh, I was um, I was going to give it to Dominic though. He had a good game. She's Dominic. You know, yeah. No, no. Well, Dom. No, the other Dominic Subsly. Dominic Subsly. The um new signing, the Egyptian. Yeah. No, not Egyptian. He's Egyptian. No, Dom Dominic Subsly. No, he's not Egyptian. He's you sure. No, he's um. Moroccan. No. I don't know, but carry on. But yeah, he's uh, me for me. I'll give it. I'll give it to him because he had like a really impressive game. He carried Liverpool all the all the times they moved forward. He was one that carried the ball forward. You know, won the penalty, completed more than ninety percent of his passes. Had a really good for me. I think really good game. So give it to him. Who's Brighton? Mitoma. Mitoma as usual, definitely. I might, I might, I might give it to Enciso. Enciso, sorry. Julio Enciso, yeah. He's he's injured now. Yeah, last season, that his scream against Man City, he has a lot of quality. A lot. But he always keeps getting injured. Yeah. City, City Newcastle. Alvarez, goal scorer, let's give it to him. Spoilers. For the point that he has, Less minutes, but he still scores every time he plays. It's just it's giving, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sports United, United, sorry, Sports United. That's for you. That's for you to say. I have nothing to say. Ah, uh, you know, I'll give it to Madison just because you know he he controlled that second half. I think he held field properly. I'll mm-hmm. give it to Madison. Okay. Villa Everton. Douglas Lewis. Douglas Lewis, that's fair. West Ham, Chelsea. Ooh. James Ward-Prowse. James Ward-Prowse. James Ward-Prowse. Two assists. Two assists. He he really 
or no? He fits right into the squad. Exactly. Like he fits right for the fact that he hasn't had that much when he was when he was assigned. He hasn't had that much training session, and then he, the chemistry is already there. Like he grew up with this player. Did you get what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, that ball for Antonio that was just and credit to Antonio to finish though. Wow, like he did the power shot in FIFA or something. Wow, that was a finish. That was Palace Arsenal. Honestly, the game was it was a bit boring, but I have to give it to Odegaard. He controlled the midfield as he always does. Yeah. Um, the ball. Yeah. Good penalty. That was a very I was surprised though. I was hoping maybe Saka or someone take so you know Saka has usual to take it, but it is what it is. So Yeah. Let's let's move on to match week three. Your match with three predictions. Ooh, I'm ready for this. Yeah, match week three starts, you know, Friday twenty fifth. This Friday, so let's go. Chelsea looting. 3-1 to Chelsea. 3-1 to Chelsea. Bournemouth Spurs. Bournemouth Spurs, I'll go... Um, that'll be the test. So I'll say, like, Spurs to win. Spurs to win. Arsenal yeah. Fulham. Arsenal Fulham. Arsenal to win. No, you're not... Tell us the scores. I'm not... I am not giving you scores. No, thank you. He's done, he's done with giving us scores. Okay. Brentford Crystal Palace. Brentford Crystal Palace, I'll say... Um, Crystal Palace wins 3-1. Oh, now you're giving scores. I'll give scores for the ones I'm kind of sure of. Palace bred for, you said 3-1, right? Yeah. Palace. Yes. Okay, Everton Wolves. Everton Wolves, I'll give it to Wolverhampton. 2-0. 2-0 Wolves. Mind you, Forest. Well, what I've seen last week, if they change up, I know for sure Onana's going to get a clean sheet. So I'll say United 2-0 win. United 2-0. Brighton West Ham. Brighton West Ham. That's a tough game. That is a tough game. I'll give it to Brighton. 2-1. 2-1 Brighton. Burnley Villa. Villa win 2-0. Villa win 2-0. Sheffield City. City win 4-0. Newcastle Liverpool. Newcastle win 2-1. Okay. Newcastle at home, so I kind of agree with that. Yeah. That's good. Before we round up, let's just touch on, let's briefly discuss, you know, the FIFA Women's World Cup that just rounded up. My beloved England didn't make it, you know, they didn't bring the cup home, so I'm quite sad about that. I'm still sobbing about it, to be honest. So. Mm, I kind of expected it. Oh, yeah. Big ups to Spain, though. Big ups to Spain. One new victory, all the way. I think they are the, they are the second team, they are the second country to win both the men's and women's World Cup. The first is Germany, so big ups to Spain. I'm still, as I say, I'm still quite sobbing and sad that my beloved England did bring it home. But it's it's definitely it was a beautiful sight for them, you know, all the way to the finals. They are definitely an inspiration to all the ladies out there that want that want to go into soccer. Definitely a big inspiration to like the younger generation. So Yeah, true. And correction is football, not soccer. Football, yeah. My bad. Football. Yeah. yeah. Bro, stay here too long. I don't I'm staying here too long. Yeah, I don't I don't want you making mistakes on, on my podcast. I'm sorry. My bad. 
Thank you very much. Oh well, yeah, so congrats to the England women's national team making it all the way to the finals. Very happy for them being inspiration yeah. to like the future generations to come. And then a big congratulations to Spain, the champions of the world. I didn't really expect it, so but big ups to them. Also, um inspiration to the rest of the world too, so yeah. I really have nothing to say about the World Cup, but yeah, I it mean, was a good one. Yeah, it was. It was a good. If you didn't follow it, you kind of, you kind of missed a lot. But for those of us that did follow it, you kind of enjoyed it. Enjoyed, it. especially like our own country, like you know, being in it and following them to like the round of sixteen. It was pretty enjoyable in Nigeria, all the way to round of sixteen. It was been fun to watch other. Also, watch other African countries do their thing. Yeah. Definitely, the game is growing, so we, we, we love it, we love it. Well, that's pretty much what we have for you guys this week. As usual, Matrix Three. I hope you guys did watch Mat- Matrix Two. Go watch Matrix Three starting this Friday. No, that came out wrong. Go watch Matrix Three this Friday. First game is this Friday. Then we have some other games Saturday, and then. Rounding up Sunday. We'll be back with Matrix 3 recap and breakdown as well as if we see if Spy hit, you know, his predictions this time. 12 9. 12 9 is really bad though, but. Hopefully I'll get it right this time around. You know, hopefully he does get it right. Again, as usual, we appreciate your support. We appreciate all the love. We love all the love, so we keep going as you keep like, you know, like I always say keep up the good work as he always says keep up the good work we'll see you guys next week have an amazing week ahead and an amazing weekend don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all your amazing friends and family out there yeah we're out spy yes David yeah we're out we're out